All right. We're back with another episode of Swag Tear. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And we've got a special guest today. Um, for a change, this special guest isn't recording remotely. In fact, she's recording from Megan's end. Remotely for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm perhaps the most remote of all as I'm recording this in Portugal. <laughs> yes. So our special guest today is none other, none other than Caitlin. Yay! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, so do you want to say hi? Hi, world. <laughs> hi, internet. An exclamation of, of joy. <laughs> I'm being brought into this world. Hooray! Imagine God. you as, as a baby, just... <laughs> just... No, no crying, just... <laughs> Yay! Rude. Yay! Snacks! Wee! Wee! A pit of vipers. <laughs> With a crab bake. <laughs> so, so the story behind that, for all of our loyal listeners who have no idea what the hell we're talking about. It was a Pack South story, actually. Very topical. Yep. <laughs> so you could tell it since it's your present and you're supposed to be the one doing the stories. <laughs> um, so my birthday actually... Did it actually coincide with Pack South? I forget the Pack South. No, dates. it was a no, couple no, no, days no. before. It yeah, but I was I was headed to Pack South around the time of my birthday, and so Megan used this opportunity to give me my present in person. Uh, that present was Rory's Story Cubes, uh, a set of nine dice, uh, quite chunky and with cute illustrations on each face. This was the travel edition. And you're meant to kind of use these dice in any freeform way you want. There are a couple of suggested games like uh, roll all the dice and create a story from them. So as a role player and creative person, I immediately did that uh, after I opened up the present. And I dedicated the story to Caitlin's favorite topic in the world. Besides me. Yeah, second favorite topic. Yep. <laughs> Snakes. I did, in fact, like, I did demand a bedtime story of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was cute. rather than you just opening up and being like, I'm so inspired. <laughs> it was <laughs> very much a story for Caitlin. Yay. <laughs> and I was happy to oblige you. Uh, so the story started out with a grand tale of knights around a circular, perhaps round table uh, fighting against <laughs> monsters i think dinosaurs and we actually seeded <laughs> the nine dice with a snake face now i wasn't actually very good at putting snakes into the story <laughs> I, I was trying really hard while i was telling this to figure out how would snakes help you defeat something I had a flash of inspiration later on where the snakes would actually molt and then you would form snakeskin armor out of that. But I think the story I actually made was that the knights had a crab bake yep. for yep. the snakes. And then I don't even remember how the snakes solved the problem. I was just focused on Ooh, trying I to do. use the crab cart or the crab die. Because you had... The last two that you had were the snakes because the the monsters, knights were fighting the monsters, 
And I had demanded that the snakes be the good guys because otherwise it could have just been we were fighting the snakes. But no, the snakes had to save the day. So um, (laughs) they the snakes like went to the king into the kingdom and and I don't know, wanted to get involved with the monster (laughs) killing, I suppose. And they 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 were like more fair representation. (laughs) Yes. So it had something to do with like, as you know, all epic tales do like, well, you must perform this trying task uh, in order to be one of us at the table of the round, (laughs) I suppose. You must go to the tallest peak. And that's where you you just pause for a second looking at the crab cube. (laughs) And then that's just where it fell apart because you were like, and then I don't know, because what do I do with this crab? (laughs) Oh my god, they could have had a snow crab bake at the top of the peak. Ugh. Aww. <laughs> this is this is start for Caitlin, not you. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. I don't so like snakes crab or crabs. I kinda like snakes now. The end. <laughs> So that nothing to do with the pit of vipers, but as you can tell, it's uh, uh th- this story was kind of shoddily improvised and and like retelling a dream. <laughs> it, it it's very personal and means a lot to you, but makes absolutely no sense to anyone else. <laughs> well, <laughs> well so the point of the story, it. the point the point of the story was that. We were discussing Caitlin's excitement about snakes and how most anybody in the world would be terrified of falling into a pit of vipers. But Caitlin's version (laughs) of it is, Wee! A pit of vipers! (laughs) Since she loves snakes so much. Yep. And then since we had so much trouble with figuring out what to do with that crab, we just kind of thought, oh, we could put the crab bake at the bottom of the pit of vipers. (laughs) And everyone was glad. Except me. Really, yeah, really the just end. Caitlin was glad. <laughs> Therefore, everyone was glad. <laughs> so that's how PAX started with that game. Yeah. <laughs> first game of Baby's First PAX. Yeah. Oh, right. It was your very first PAX. It, it feels weird. I mean, it, that's not something I really think about because Megan and I have been going to PAX since... Time 2010. Oh. Yeah, since since they started doing it in, in PAX East. But now we have the unique opportunity to hear how it was firsthand for a first time. What were your impressions, just like your initial impressions on what you felt PAX was like, especially compared to, to MAGFest, which you've been to a few times by now? Well, I guess that was my first impression, is that it felt very much like MAGFest. Insofar as it had, uh, and bearing in mind that like my convention comparison is because I've been to pretty much only like anime cons <laughs> hitherto up until the last like year and year and a half, I guess. So for me, that was a noticeable difference, but that I suppose goes without saying that it's focused solely on games. But so they had both of them had like the tabletop game rental area which was new to me at both magfest and pax Mm. and the expo hall is very different like at magfest your 
that's where like the dealers and the artists hang out. So it's a lot of individual salespeople showing off like their handmade things or, you know, small booths, things like that. But then the expo hall at PAX was like big name stuff. Yeah, it, it was it was less about selling something specifically there. And yeah. it was more about exhibiting and showcasing. Yes. Yeah, that's that's always what fascinated me about the difference between these conventions and anime conventions. There's no such thing as, as a specific dealer's room. Like Artist Alley or something. Mm-hmm. 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 And it was large. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would, would you say it was it was too overwhelming? Oh no. Well, the only criticism I had about that was that it was such a huge space that the expo hall mm. was in that if you recall, like the whole area to the left was nothing but queue line that they had <laughs> yeah. set up. So, and I mean, it could have been different at, you know, stupid o'clock in the morning and we never saw <laughs> it there. But as when we got there, it was dead on that side and there was just plenty of space where they could have spaced it out and given people yeah. more walking room especially considering there was that resident evil uh house in the middle and then <laughs> the line for the switch and the line oh for hyper universe and a whole bunch of like stuff that people really wanted to try and all of those lines were centralized in the very middle yeah the switch especially needed yeah. like a, another booth's worth of space just to stuff the, the line that was queued up for it. And another booth to have more switches so that people could go through <laughs> that line faster. That line was like a three-hour line. Yeah. Almost the they entire just, con. And on Saturday and Sunday, they had people standing at the back that said the line was capped. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then shooing people away who were like waiting, trying to jump onto the line as it moved, inched forward at like a snail pace. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a kind of pervasive part of the PAX culture to have these intense lines that get capped. So you, you have to, you have to stalk the line for it to open up for you to get the opportunity to wait two hours yeah. to go and play <laughs> the privilege of standing in the line. <laughs> that was, uh, so that's another thing that I noticed is that PAX seems to be very much like the Hunger Games where like... <laughs> There's only so much to go around and you have to battle for it. So <laughs> and you have to fight for sponsors. Um cuz Megan told me <laughs> like she just told me to be prepared that stuff would sell out and sell out quickly. And happy naive Caitlin was like surely surely this can't be true. Like surely the world is a beautiful place and things will go <laughs> swimmingly and that is that is how caitlin didn't get a blender bottle by the end of pax but and i didn't yeah our sweet summer child's innocence (laughs) the world was ruined yeah it's it's still clinging on i have hopes for pax east (laughs) oh that's gonna be even bigger (laughs) yeah Yeah. I'll, i'll come out of that one a shell of my former self PAX South was training wheels for PAX East. And even more training wheels for PAX Prime Prime. slash West if we get out there. Yeah. Yeah, that was little small town girl in a big town con thinking that surely there's plenty to go around, but that was (laughs) false. As she spits out with venom. (laughs) Snake venom? Snake. Yeah. (laughs) 
that booth was uh, the G Fuel booth, and they were showcasing some new energy drink that's supposed mm-hmm. to have, like, be, like, no sugar and no, like, preservatives and just, like, yeah, energy. Keeps you going. Yeah, keeps you going. For long gaming sessions. And- this, this wasn't even a gaming booth. It was <laughs> a free thing. Oh, no. <laughs> well, was- it was free. It no. Was- well, no, like, the bottle wasn't free, but they had, like, what, nine different flavors that you could continually come taste? Yeah. Ha- so, hashtag, quote, unquote, taste. You could, like, yeah. fill your water bottle and drink a gallon of that crap. You could, I mean, yeah, go down the line with a different Dixie cup and regret everything. <laughs> <laughs> so the deal was, was that you paid $5 for the blender bottle. Correct. And you could and get you could, free refills of that bottle throughout the entire weekend, which yes. is a deal. It is a deal. And I mean, so we also had water bottles with us where we could fill up water for free as opposed to going to this, like taking it to the booth and filling it up with this like pseudo sugared, approximately flavored colored beverage. <laughs> and <laughs> so like, filled. right, you you don't necessarily want to be guzzling this stuff. but <laughs> So it did, it wasn't even like I liked it that much. Like I didn't really enjoy the taste. It was more just everybody else had one and some of them were pink and I, oh did, I wanted one. One of them even had a snake on it. What? This. I'm making that up. Oh. oh my god, you almost sent Caitlin into a frenzy. <laughs> I would have cried. Oh god. <laughs> no, it's just the one that was pink. And we stopped that like that sweaty guy that we talked to who showed uh, us where they were. Uh, His was pink. Oh my god. Well, I didn't I think you did that and I was somewhere else, but Oh, well. That's an even better memory of back. <laughs> he was he was sweating out G Fuel. <laughs> Yeah, he he was actually quite skinny and not sweaty at all before he got the blender <laughs> bottle. <laughs> Gross. Ugh. There goes our G Fuel sponsorship. <laughs> the interesting thing about that booth is they had, um, and you were kind of mesmerized by this for a little while, but they had a guy there who was doing magic tricks, oh, which yeah. I thought was kind of a neat like gimmick to get people to stop mm-hmm. and watch. And he was very good. Like he was continuously doing magic and promoting the product like at the same time and that's yeah. gonna take some skill to like be able to do your magic trick that's and a very niche sort of sales <laughs> ability yeah <laughs> both push yeah. product and perform magic at the same time yeah. i wonder where they found him on craigslist <laughs> i was gonna say yeah like during during the banter that a magician would have to distract you from what's going on instead of just talking about whatever or talking about the magic of the cards you, you would put in g fuel references this isn't Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's the heart of the cards oh whatever like, <laughs> the real magic is in the g fuel yeah well so that's what he did he would like make these cheesy segues from like the last magic comment that he made into like and you know what else is like a magic thing. Yeah. I've, got, I've got a real ace up my sleeve. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. Jeep fuel. That's what I use to keep me awake and going and magical. It's in my veins. And you want to be magical too? You should get some G fuel. Don't try the mango. No, it was that there was one that was, it looks very much like, you know, Powerade. Like it's colored very brightly. But then there was this one and it was this milky sort of. But- opaqueish white Ugh. and it was called mystery what? flavor <laughs> and in my mind i went on this sort of very very short segue that was like white mystery flavor g fuel 
white mystery flavor airheads, uh-huh. which are always good. Yep. That is right. always a plus. And so That's I was like, surely, surely by the same logic, this sort of semi-milky like toothpaste well, water will probably be delicious. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. Sad. <laughs> it was, I couldn't even identify it. It. I, not that I have the life experience, but it tastes very much like what I imagine laundry detergent tastes like. Ugh. Like oh, Tide, powdered I Tide. You were say something very different. Me too. And then I was about <laughs> to smack you and be like, "This is a not rated NC seventeen episode." <laughs> yeah. Wow. Can't be talking about milky white. Some other here. milky white substance <laughs> oh, that I have no God. life experience with. <clears throat> Who drinks Tide? Why would you have expected? Anyway, when you brought it back to life experiences, I thought, and you you would like let in with not that I would know about this, and right? <laughs> because no one Who drinks liquid tide. <laughs> oh, analogy lost. Too gay for analogy. <laughs> yeah. So Steve, that was we my my one bitter scar that. <laughs> is left on my soul from Pack South is that I did not get a G Fuel blender bottle that I didn't even want, but just on the principle of the thing, because they sold out. By the time we found out about them, it was like late Friday and the expo hall closes at six. Mm-hmm. So it was like five. And so we popped over and they were like, oh, we don't have any more, but we'll get some tomorrow. It was okay, cool. So we went back fairly early 12 o'clock. So 12 o'clock on Saturday, and they were like, well, we've sold out for the day. So we anticipated, like, oh, wow, like, those went really quickly. We'll have to get here when it opens on Sunday, which we more or less did, didn't we? Yep. We went gross. We didn't shower. Yeah, we we just pulled out of bed specifically for me to go get this dumb blender bottle and showed up. And What time did you actually get there? 10. 10. Legit. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. I thought you got in like 12. So. <laughs> no, on <laughs> no, Saturday no. we did. Yeah, on Sunday <laughs> we were like, this is this is go time. Like, this is our only day we have to do this. So we just it went disgusting and showed, like sort of oozed up to the counter. <laughs> <and laughs> they were like, no, we sold out of them yesterday at noon. So when we had gotten there yesterday, that was just the end of it. Well, oh, jeez. Yeah. So. Oh. But otherwise, so, Pax is great. She's going to write this on her tombstone. <laughs> Here Caitlin lies. died Caitlin. without ever getting a G Fuel bottle. She never got her blender bottle. I hope you feel bad. <laughs> there is Whoa. no ma- magic is dead. <laughs> and so is that magician, because he was probably yes. 50 right now. Probably. But. Well, you, you, can, you can rest assured knowing that you received, with this whole ordeal, the the true PAX experience where oh boy. you find some collectible that you desperately want uh, just too late on the first day for you to get it. You make a plan on the second day. Surely, now that I know about it, I'll have some time to pick it up, but it's out of stock. And then you really try on Sunday. You're like, this is the one thing I need. <laughs> I don't even care about this thing. Like, it's not a snake. It's like, I don't know. It's like a cow. It's like a cow. I I don't care Uh, about cows, so you're safe. Yeah. So, like, this cow pin. I don't like cows. I don't even wear pins. I just want this thing. Yep. And then you go there Sunday, and they're already out. They don't even have any more. They gave them away to people like me who slipped in 
early before the convention opened. Do you have a blender bottle? Oh my god, no. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> she was gonna reach through the I'm computer and so strangle betrayed. you. <laughs> Did you hear that accusation in her voice? Yeah. Do you have a blender bottle? I was about to cancel my flight back. <laughs> <laughs> She'd just fly out there to you. Screw this five dollar blender bottle. Screw the five the two dollar blender bottle that I can probably buy at the GMC like near our house. And she's <laughs> just gonna get on a, the first flight she can to Portugal and knock you a, a good one. <laughs> no, I, I didn't mean to, to imply that I got a blender bottle. <laughs> what I what I wanted to to say was that uh, I was I was in the uh, unique for me and highly advantageous position of having an exhibitor pass uh, this convention because I was volunteering for North Star Games. Um, they make a couple of games I really enjoy, uh, like Evolution and Wits and Wagers, and I saw an opportunity to demo games with them. Uh, basically, just explain to people in the booth uh, to attendees that walked by. I ended up volunteering four hours of my time every day. But in exchange, they gave me uh, a cute t-shirt. They gave me uh, any game I wanted from their collection. And uh, this was the biggest perk. I got the exhibitor badge, which I didn't realize, even though I should have, but exhibitors are allowed in to the show floor before regular attendees are because they need to set up their booths for when attendees come in. But there's a, a, a window of time, uh, typically 30 minutes or 45 minutes before attendees are allowed in, where the exhibitors are already set up. They are good to go. Their booth has been set up from the prior day because they get in on a Thursday to set things up when the convention starts on Friday. With all the exhibitors set up, that means the exhibitors are ready to exhibit. So... I was actually able to bypass the two-hour or three-hour Nintendo Switch line because I just moseyed on up before the convention opened. And I said, hey, I would love to play your games. And they said, yeah, let's, which would you like to play? So I was lucky enough to be able to play on the Nintendo Switch. And that is where the glorious picture of me milking a cow while I sit on a stool and wear a cow hat uh, comes from. You had a cow hat? Oh, yeah. We're going to post that up in the show notes. Are they going to Were they giving out cow hats? Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> now we have both accused Steven <laughs> of having an unusual item from PAX that we designed. That we both want. <laughs> One person loves snakes. Hates cows. One person loves cows. Hates <laughs> I do not love cows, but I would love a cow hat. I just imagine him in Portugal in his cow hat, drinking his G fuel, like rubbing his hands, like. <laughs> <laughs> my my checked luggage is just filled with leather bottles. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna go pedal them. It's people in Portugal. Yeah. So overall, I I was actually pretty impressed with the feel of the hardware. The, the two Joy-Cons connected to the main screen. Uh, altogether, it's, it's actually not very heavy. This is something I would definitely bring along to a plane ride in lieu of uh, a 3DS. 
um, honestly, I would, I would even bring it uh, commuting on the subway. Uh, it, it's a little risky, but honestly, uh, well, it's risky in terms of people just snatching it. Uh, but I mean, it's only three hundred dollars. People hold their eight hundred dollar phones on the subway every day, so I, I really liked it from a commuting perspective. I thought the graphics were good, controls were responsive, hardware looked solid. Um, now all there is is just to make sure there's a good lineup of games. But I like the ones I played: uh, Splatoon Two, uh, Bomberman, Arms, and. Uh, a really cute game called Snipper Clips, which is co-op and has a puzzly element that I think you two might enjoy together. Okay, keep going. <laughs> well, I think it'll be best if I just link you guys an image of the game to show you how cute it is, and that'll be enough to to draw you into the purchase. Ooh. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we ha- we have to beat Overcooked first. Yes. We're on a Which is our latest high obsession. speed burger frying endeavor. Soup. Soup making, making uh, glacier sliding. I wish I could play it with you. Oh my god, oh my this god. game. I swear, we really need to just stream ourselves playing it. Because we're sitting here like yelling at each other, dropping crap all <laughs> over the floor. Like, why did you just do that? Well, I that need was- this. Hurry up. And I think, so this was our, so it was the Sunday of PAX and we were just kind no, of- No, it was sh- Saturday. Was it? Mm-hmm. I thought there was like nothing else happening and we were it sad was, and It shuffled. was Saturday night at late. Okay. Late. So we were just kind of out of things to do because the expo hall was closed and we just in the hallway, there was a couch and two guys were projecting it onto a wall. So we stopped and watched them play for a little while and we're like, well, this looks super, super cute. And yeah. it turns out that it's very much the same concept as our favorite indie game that we played at PAX. Well, maybe not our favorite, but it was one we enjoyed. It was at the Australian Showcase, and that was the one called Think of the Children, where you have to <laughs> stop all of the children from dying in very Australian ways. <laughs> there, there are particularly Australian ways of dying? Yeah, like dingoes. Dingoes come and like, take your children and... You fry in the sun, and other than that, everything else is, like, normal ways for kids to die, I guess. So it was a good job where we were like, oh, we really like that game. We'll have to get it when it comes out. And then, oh, look, there's this version where no one dies. You just don't cook food fast enough. So that's consumed our lives. (laughs) Well, I would love to hear more about it next episode, maybe. Could so you next week? could you talk for thirty minutes about overcooked? Yeah. I mean, we would have other topics. No, we mean no. <laughs> there, there is only overcooked. Okay. The highest recommendation, more than just a <laughs> mediocre recommendation. Yeah, this is definitely not a mediocre recommendation. Like, I'm I'm pretty obsessed. Like, we're supposed to be going to a K-pop dance party tonight in DC, which, of course, you know, I am all about, but. I'm sitting here thinking, like, do I really want to go or stay home in my pajamas and just play Overcooked all night? Mm. Oh, my God. Now, Teresina can never listen to this episode. What? Why? Because she'll know you ditched her for this. <laughs> He's not, not if we actually go. <laughs> yeah, well, now you, now you have to go. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
collective sighs at mandatory fun. <laughs> we could just make an appearance. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss. <laughs> and that wraps up another episode of Swag Tier. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Is this Oof. where I was? Oof. Oh, God. <laughs> We're keeping that in. <laughs> no! God damn it, Frisbee! Shut up! No!